Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Huddle. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. One of the most precious freedoms guaranteed to us by our Constitution is the freedom to worship as we please. Faith in God has always been a cornerstone in American democracy. And since our first beginning, America's religious institutions have strengthened the fabric of our daily lives. Among other things, religious faith stabilizes the family and holds it together. Attendance at churches and synagogues builds the moral and spiritual character of our people, helps them to be tolerant, responsible citizens. Religious leaders have always been distinguished in the giving of personal guidance to those with pressing problems. In our armed forces, chaplains of all faiths give comfort and moral armament to servicemen and women in our way of life, a role that grows in importance each day in a world where moral and spiritual values are too easily exchanged for material and selfish values. Attend church regularly, and when you go, take a friend with you. Kindly lift your feet, McGee. I'll do better than that. I'll move to another chair. How's that? Fine, fine. Going down to the Elks today? Not today. They're painting the joint. Kindly lift your feet. I'll move. I always feel silly sitting with my feet up in the air. Watch your cigar ashes. Whoops, I'm sorry. Oh, dear. McGee. Huh? Or, huh? How would you like to go downtown for me? Okay. Go downtown and do what? Go downtown and stay there till dinner time. Hey, are you trying to get rid of me or something? Well... Frankly, sweetheart, yes. I'm going to be busy cleaning house all day long, and I can get so much more work done alone. When you're here, I, well, I stop and I talk to you. Yeah, I know how it is. I'm irrestible. Matter of fact, I'm glad you mentioned it, Molly. I should go downtown and spend some time at my office today, anyhow. Your office? Yep. Room 304 in the 3rd National Bank building. Claude Belcher, the real estate man, friend of mine for years, left on vacation last week and gave me the key to his office. In case I wanted to drop in and write a letter while I was downtown. Oh, well, that's nice. So I'll just trot down to the office. There's a letter I should get wrote to, anyhow. I can do it in peace and quiet down there and not be in anybody's way. Well, have fun. But uh, who do you have to write a letter to? Claude Belcher. To thank him for letting me use his office to write letters in. <laughs> I'll see you around dinner time. Good for you. If anybody wants me, Tootsie, just tell them I'm down at the office. Takes care of the vacuuming. Now I'll wax the pressure. boy! Put them on the sink, will you? Yep. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Another hot one today. Yeah. Hey, what you doing in the living room, daughter? Something's missing. No, I've just been... Some big object is missing from its usual... Oh, I know. It's Johnny. (laughs) Thought the sofa looked empty. (laughs) Well, he's downtown using a friend's office today. Is that so? Well, as a man said when his little girl asked him to name the 25th letter in the alphabet, why, daughter? (laughs) 
Partly to write a letter, but mostly to get out of my way while I do the house cleaning. Oh, I wouldn't have done it if I was you, daughter. Two biggest drawbacks to married life is... Not now, I just put on my lipstick. (laughs) And why don't you find something to do while I clean the house? I won't make a practice of it, but today I just... Smells like something's cooking, daughter. On the stove, I mean. Oh, yes. The Swiss steak I was fixing for lunch. Say, come to think of it, I completely forgot himself wasn't going to be here. I'd never have fixed Swiss steak for lunch for myself alone. I tell you what, uh, I'll deliver Johnny's lunch down to him if you want. Oh, that'd be fine. Would you mind? Don't mind a bit. Just so you won't think I'm planning to eat half of it on the way down there, I'll have mine here before I leave with Johnny's. That way I won't be tempted. Split it up three ways, daughter. I'll get a napkin and a knife. start to do something. I'm sorry, the office is closed. Try next week. I know you're in there, Johnny. I can hear you hollering. Open up. Oh, it's you, old-timer. Look, I'm awful busy right now. I've got a lot of work to do. Can you come back in a couple hours? I'm afraid it'll get cold in a couple hours. Ah, it's not going to get cold before the first of December, if ever. It's 89 outside right now. I know, son, but if you'll just leave me here... Oh, look, old-timer, is it absolutely urgent that you see me right this minute? Is it a matter of life and death? Well, then how would you like to beat it? Drop back in two hours, okay? Okay, Johnny, I'll do that. Good. Beat it. Uh, let me see. Claude Belcher's office, McGee speaking. Hello, McGee, it's me. Did you get your lunch yet? No, I've been too busy to go out, and boy, am I starving. I'm so hungry. Go out? I sent your lunch down to you by the old timer. What? Swiss steak, didn't he? Break- oh, my gosh. Hang on. Hey, old-timer. Hey, old-timer. Oh, boy. I'm glad you're still here. Good thing you didn't beat it when I said beat it, because I... Huh? Beat it? Yeah. Shucks, Johnny. I thought you said eat it. Your wife cooks a mighty tasty Swiss... What? Oh, for the love... Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Here is a scene that could happen in your doctor's office. A doctor's advice to Mrs. Stewart. Tell me, doctor, can I ever stop taking laxatives regularly? Why, yes. Five New York doctors now have proved you can break the laxative habit. Eighty-three percent of the cases tested did it, and so can you. Really, doctor? But how? Stop taking whatever you now take. Instead, every night for one week, take two Carter's Little Liver Pills. Second week, one each night. Third week, one every other night. Then, nothing. Every day, drink plenty of liquids. Put yourself on schedule. But how can Carter's help break the laxative habit? Because Carter's little liver pills not only relieve irregularity, they also improve the flow of liver bile that is needed for natural regularity. When worry, overeating, overwork, make you irregular temporarily, take Carter's temporarily and don't get the laxative habit. Get Carter's little liver pills only 43 cents. Break your laxative habit. Restore your natural powers of regularity. I'm coming. I'm coming. 
79 Wistful Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Good afternoon, madam. Could I speak to the man of the house? Hello, dearie. How's everything down at the office? Sure. Well, business is fairly quiet right now. Yes. Any phone calls come in for me? Anybody there looking for me? Yes. A girlfriend of yours is waiting to talk to you right now. Oh? Yep. She and Willie Toops are out in the kitchen with the cookie jar. Oh, teeny, Mr. McGee's on the phone. What does she want? Some earth-shaking question, no doubt. You wait right there, Willie, and stay on that cookie jar now. They're not good for you. You're in training. Here's the phone, dear. Will you hold my hat? Here, be careful. Don't spill the cookies. It's full of cookies. You make wonderful cookies, I bet you. Hello, Mr. McGee. Hello, teeny. How's everything with you, sis? Oh, boy, am I busy. Is that so? You know what I'm doing today, Mr. McGee, hmm? I'm training Willie to be a fighter, a prize fighter. Yeah? All morning we've been doing his road work. Oh, road work is good. Sure. We went three times around the reservoir and and down to Kluge Heights' house with my wagon. With your wagon? You're supposed to just trot when you're doing road work, sis. You don't use a wagon. We did. Me and Willie. I rode and Willie did the work. Oh, Road work, huh? Well, I guess that's one way to get in. Hey, hey, Mr. McGee. Mm-hmm. When a fighter is training, does he have to jump rope? Willie says jumping rope is too sissy. Oh, he's wrong. You tell him all fighters jump rope. There. You see, Willie, Mr. McGee says fighters have to jump rope. So I'll get my jump rope. You tell him Jack Dempsey always jumps Willie! rope. Willie! Willie, you come back here. Willie, don't you have to skip rope. Hello? Hello? <laughs> She's gone, dearie. Oh, well, what you been doing all day while I'm down at the office? You busy? Yes, I finished the house cleaning and I darned some socks and sewed a few... Oh, there's someone at the door, McGee. I'll hang up now. Okay, but if it's anybody for me, tell them I'm down at the office. Bye. Come in. Uh, good afternoon, Molly. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Where's your little helpmate? I'm speaking facetiously, of course. He's down at the office. Office? Which one, the sheriffs or the loan company? Now, doctor, I hope you're still speaking facetiously. He has a friend who's away on a vacation, and McGee is using room 304 in the bank building as a sort of a headquarters to write letters and telephone from. Good, good. That gets him out of the house and still keeps him off street corners. Yes, but you know what's a funny thing? <laughs> I'm sort of, uh, well, I'm sort of lost around here without him. Lost? I think it'll give you a chance to find yourself. Well, that's what I thought, too, before he left. <laughs> But habit is a strange thing. I keep addressing remarks to him and getting mad when there aren't any answers. <laughs> and I forgot and fixed him lunch after he'd gone downtown. Not to speak of tiptoeing around upstairs for 20 minutes because the guest room door was closed and I thought he was in there taking his nap. Well, maybe you ought to call him up and tell him to stop acting the big shot and come home where he belongs. <laughs> well, I can't very well do that. You see, it was me who chased him out of the house in the first place. Oh, that's it. Well, I'd just count my blessings then. 79 Wistful Vista, Molly McGee speaking. Hello, Molly McGee. This is your boyfriend. (laughs) Yes, dearie. Hey, you know, I've been thinking. I wrote all the letters that needed writing. I read the paper clear through twice. Phoned everybody I know. Sharpened all my pencils down to the nub. What do I do now? Well, I've got a suggestion. Why don't you come home? Say, that's a dandy idea. I'll tell you what. Anybody drops around to see me or phones up and inquires, just tell them Mr. McGee is on his way home from the office. Yes, sir.
Fibber and Molly will be right back. Well, this is the first day of a new month, and it looks as if summer is slowly losing its grip and giving way to autumn in the unchangeable scheme of things. This is John Wall doing the philosophy. And all by way of introducing you to some of the programs NBC has in store for you in the season ahead. To begin with, there's the very finest in dramatic entertainment with Lux Radio Theater, beginning Tuesday, September 14th. And also with a big story beginning next Wednesday, September 8th. And for a look at NBC sports coverage this fall, there's college football, the top game in the country, brought your way each Saturday beginning September 18th. Also for sports fans, there's the top boxing match of the week presented on Fridays by Cavalcade of Sports, and that begins this Friday night, September 3rd. There are many more fine programs, quiz, comedy, music, and news. So stay with NBC for the very finest in radio listening. No matter what the season, your best entertainment bet is this NBC station. And although I missed you, McGee, I did get a lot of work done today with you out. What'd you do? Well, I cleaned the house from top to bottom, waxed all the furniture, and then I got out the sewing machine and ran up a pair of bathroom curtains. Ran up a pair of curtains, eh? How'd you get back down again? <laughs> I ran down. <sighs> when you're out, I run up and down the curtains all day long like a monkey. You know, just monkeying around, of course. <clears throat> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> Fibber, McGee, and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed, with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald urging you to be with us again tomorrow night when McGee undertakes to fix the radio. Further words are certainly unnecessary, so plan to spend tomorrow evening with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Heart of the News brings you the issue of the day tonight on most NBC radio stations.